with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Go ahead, Nick. You know the song now. Look at that. Nope. Come on, Nick. Not a part of this. I'm not a part of this. Nothing but bad things about him. Come on. Mama, I'm depending on you to tell me the truth. Like Prince. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died. All right, enough of that. Let's say don't quit your day job. BJ. American Idol, baby. You don't have to be hit me up like that. I won't. Man, that was a good interview with Prince. I am like, I can. I probably could have had him on all week. Yeah, that's how much stuff we we literally was on the phone for like four hours, just talking back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, different stuff. Just because, like I said, I was there when those kids were young, and I, I would come around a lot, and that's why I still have some, you know, uh, some pool with those guys. It's just because I was there. I gave them. Some nuances on how to play the game, all that type of good stuff. So, Bryce, thank you uh, for doing your push-ups. You'll thank me later in about a month when the, when when the, when the springtime comes and you bricked up, you're walking around for your wife, significant other, or you might be on the market. They're gonna be like, "Wow, look at that guy!" And then you tell them straight push-ups. Not they're gonna be like, well, you going to the weight room? Yep, I sure am. Don't tell them the push-ups. Just say, yeah, I'm going to the weight room. Uh, two six seven two says, wow, I open an interview. Got to get that man back on. We will have him back on. Six one five three says, damn, that was fantastic with the go big red like that. Prince is a true fan. But now, without further ado, I've got my big homie with me, my co-captain. My co-three-time champion, Outland Trophy winner, Pipeline Pancakes, Aaron Taylor is back in the building. What's up, A.T.? What's up, B.J.? Man, did you watch that game? Oh, I loved it. I loved it, man. How, how about the past two weeks of these NFL games? What? The, I, listen, it, it, I'm not going to – hold on, hold on. I got to ask you a question. Uh-huh. Who lost the Kansas City Chiefs game? Who is that game Ooh. on? I don't know, man. Come what on. Do you, think? you can't just put it on one guy. You can't put it on one guy. I'm not putting it on one guy. I'm saying. I know. You, I, I, you know where I'm going with this. You know where I'm going with this. Come on. Pipeline Pancakes. It's Monday. Man, I saw some replays. He had some wide open receivers <laughs> in the end zone. Throw the ball out of bounds, oh, right? Man. Right? Don't yeah, you throw oh, it out yeah. of bounds? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know, man. It, it was. A, I, I just know there were some good ball games yesterday, and and that that was exciting for me. My Cowboys are out. They've been out for the past. I don't know. I'm sorry. You know what? How bad are we? Past 25, 30 years. Yeah, you guys aren't very good. You guys are always losing the first round. You haven't been to the first through a first round playoff probably as long as I I, think I stopped I, I wanna, being a fan. I want to say it was ninety four, ninety five. 
That's a it long probably, time, that's a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we we was in college hey, back then, we're man. We're gonna be like those Cincinnati Bengals fans when they finally won that uh, first playoff game in 31 years. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, I'm 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 gonna take um, I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm gonna take the Rams. I like their D line. I I I'm a big Aaron Donald fan. That guy's just nasty to me. He's he's, you know, he's not real real big, you know, like 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 some of these D linemen, but 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 the guy's his strength to me is, is one of those things that um, you know it's kind of like Jason Peter, right? I mean, Jason Peter was only two hundred eighty two hundred eighty five pounds, but he was strong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was a different strong than a bulkier Christian Peter. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and and. and to me, that's kind of what Aaron Donald has, along with the quickness, the speed, the flexibility, the moves. And I'm not lying to you, man. When, when I sit there and I watch that Rams defense, I, I, that's who I watch because that guy is good. He's good. And uh, you know, he's, he's got a good supporting cast around him. I, I, I like it. And then I wouldn't mind seeing Matthew Stafford win one. You... I'm happy for him getting in, man. I think that guy's always been a gunslinger. Um, he, he's had so many bumps and bruises up there with the Lions and, and just part of a terrible organization up there. And uh, it'd be nice to see him get it. Are you a, are you a win-now guy or, or build and then win? I, I'm build and then win type guy. Because New England, New England Patriots, you can tell that in the next – two to four years, they will be in the dance. Guaranteed. Yeah. They'll be in the I, dance. I think so. I, I think, you know, I think you got a young QB in Mac Jones. It's kind of that prototypical kind of, you know, develop and, and be an organization QB, right? Not come in and be flashy and be his own guy and, and, and do his thing, man. That's an organization QB right there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Or Because or, 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 a lot of people think, you know that Tom Brady would go to San Francisco, which I just don't see that happening. I get it, but the Rams built that team. They gave up six first-round draft picks to get the guys in that they have in, and is it paying off? Would you say it paid off though? Being that they went and got Odell Beckham, they went and got. The quarterback they went and got probably did the best outside linebacker, one of the best outside linebackers in football. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, we well we talked about that last week. How's Von Miller available? Right? I mean that's that's just crazy. Shouldn't even be possible. <clears throat> yeah. So so I'm going to choose the Rams just because I, I like certain players. Right? I mean I don't really care about the teams as a whole. I mean I, I could do the typical Nebraska thing and say all right we got Zach Taylor who I really really like. Um, uh, obviously, because he's from here, he's done well, and uh, and just a good all-around guy, and uh, and Burrow. A um, little bit disappointed. Stephen Carter's at Miami, not at Cincinnati anymore. That would have been awesome to have him there with them too. But uh, man, I, I I I could go that route too. I mean, I love the Burrow family. Burrow family's great, you know. But you know, VJ, we're we're sitting here in Nebraska in the next two weeks. You know what we're going to hear about the Burrow thing. Well, yeah, but listen, you've got Morgan too. You got you got Stanley Morgan, Stanley Morgan oh. receiver. He's there too. But but I thought I thought he was out. 
No. No, no, no. Stanley Morgan. Did I miss something yesterday? I, I you did, mean, I, I you're talking about as far as him fan. playing. Maybe he didn't play. Yeah, I, was having some, I was having some cocktails in a buddy's garage with yeah. the families. See what happens. You know, you know how that goes. You turn 47 and all of a sudden you start, you stuff start. It, it hits a little different now. Yeah, it does. It, it, it hits you. You drink, nah, it, you drink two beers. You can't put it down a Sunday. whole case anymore. But, you know, it, it, hey, you know, we're, we're going to hear that Burrow thing, you know, about, about uh, you know, how come he wasn't here, those kind of things for, for the next two weeks. Let's just put this down for a minute. Let me just let me let me put this to bed, okay? I know Burrow had an opportunity for us to get Burrow him to come here. Here's what I'm gonna say, and Prince alluded to it. If he wouldn't have went to defensive back, his whole career he played running back. If he wouldn't have went to defensive back, he wouldn't have done the things. He wouldn't have got drafted in the first round. He wouldn't have probably found his wife. He wouldn't have done a lot of things. So. To, to to continue the Joe Burrow we could have got, Joe Burrow would not have been the quarterback that Joe Burrow was unless he, he went. Joe Burrow wouldn't know what today was like if he if he came to Nebraska. Yeah, he would have had right? to go to LSU to get that, to have that done, right? Absolutely. absolutely. Right? Hey, he, it, it's the same with me, right? And, and whatever, you know, Scott told him or, or, you know, whatever he thinks, you know, that, that Nebraska told me I wasn't good enough to be there. Hey, I got told those things too. Right down in Texas, yeah. and I end up twelve hours away from home. And I can guarantee you one thing: I wouldn't be, you know, an All-American, an Allen Trophy winner, national champion, all of those, a captain with Brashawn Jackson. I wouldn't have been any of those if I went to Texas Tech. Right. Right. And we might not won the championship. I might have won. Who knows? My games. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you could have. You could have meant that much, which I know you. You did. But we could have not won championships if you had decided to go to Texas yeah. State. Yeah, yeah, it, it all plays out, man. And, and you know what I tell people: just just be happy for him, man. He's a good family, good kid, and uh, he's kind of got that like young Joe Namath cockiness about him. Yes, that's not that's not overly cocky to where I want to dislike him. Right? It's kind of like I kept telling my son: I'm like, hey, don't sleep on Burrow. He'll come back. Watch. He, he's just got that little bit of. He's got that it factor. Yeah, yeah. And here Doesn't we go. He? He's in the he's in the big dance. Takes LSU to the big dance when they couldn't get over the hump. They finally win one, and now he's in the big dance and the big show in the NFL. That says something about him as a quarterback. Saturday, my text line is open four six four five six eight five. We on pipe like pipeline pancakes with Aaron Taylor. Um, I would. Listen, we'll, we'll save this for the second half. If you want Jimmy Burrow, Joe Burrow's dad, to come on, text yes to the Sider Hammond text line. If you want his dad to come on. I'm not promising the man himself, but his dad is just as good. When we get back, me and Aaron Taylor talk a little bit more. Pipeline Pancakes, the ticket, 93.7. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. And we're back. It's the ticket, 93.7. The captain, uh, Joe and Boulder, says yes. They want to get the borough on. Bryce, I'm not reading that, Bryce. You don't get you don't get no airtime with that one, Bryce, because I'm one of the ones who think sometimes complains about us going for two. So you don't get nothing for that. Deja Plater of Omaha says, great interview with Prince. 
share lots of knowledge. Thank you, Booty Bear. John says, VJ, could you ask Aaron if he has seen Dean Laurie, the D lineman at Green Bay? When he rushes, he puts his hand under the offensive lineman's face mask and grabs his neck while he rushes. They never call a penalty on the guy. What would Aaron do if someone tried to get him with that? Great show, John. Ooh. Want that answer? Yeah, uh, please. <laughs> now, you know what? It's, uh, you know, that, that's a little trick in the trenches, right? You, you get into somebody's, like, uh, face mask, neck area, chin area, and, and if you drive that chin up, right, you know, what, what that does, that exposes the chest, right? It drives your chest up, exposes it, and uh, as an offensive lineman, um, you know, you, you can get in and latch on to the, to, to the breastplate of the shoulder pads, and then that's, that's where you can get in. And once you get that, that breastplate, BJ, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Once you get that breastplate, you own that defensive lineman now, right? Um, so one of the tricks that I used to do, especially when I moved over to center my junior year, is, is I, tr- I tried to use my hand that wasn't down on the ground, so my off hand, and I always tried to do a quick jab with my, with my left hand into the, into the face mask, uh, kind of on the bottom of the face mask, to, to try to lift their chin up so I could expose them, right? So, so I could get them to drive up, and then I could reset my hands on my second step to uh, into their breastplate. So, so it's just kind of that little trick of the trade. It, it gets a little dirty, dirty you know, if, it, if it's uh, more than a step or two. And... Uh, yeah, but he, what he's asking you though, at is is if the D lineman, if it's if it's Christian Peter, because we know he was dirty like that. If it was Christian Peter, and he was going against you at center, and when he got into you, he put his fist or or hand underneath your face, underneath your face mask. What do you do to combat that? Well, you know, a lot of those, you know, right? The the, the elbow is not a not a real, real big joint. So, so I mean, you, you can you can do a lot of hyperextension type stuff with elbows. Say that again. It's uh, it, and you, you know what I'm talking about, and that's one of the scary things as an offensive lineman because the D lineman do that to you too, right? You get locked on a breastplate, and, and they can they can work on you know doing a, a rip or some type of uh, some type of move to to hyperextend your elbow. That's what I would do. And then if it came to it, I try to disengage, right? And and cut and I, I learned really good techniques nice. whenever I was with the um, uh, Indianapolis Colts. You know, it's kind of a hop hop cut um, type situation. And D linemen don't like it when you get into their knees, right? And, and so, um, you know, it just depends how many times this happened throughout the game. If it happened once or twice, I'd be all right with it. You know, that's just kind of the way it goes. And and a uh, little bit of gamesmanship, but yeah, if it was that, I'd, I'd work on on working my hands to 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 mess with some elbows or uh or, or start taking up <laughs> getting after some knees <laughs> you heard it john so you still they're still cutting tackle to tackle by the way you oh, still get absolutely, cut tackle to tackle. It, it's the best way to slow a person down like what i was talking about earlier like an air donald you you get them cut four or five six times in the first couple of quarters you know that third and fourth quarter man starts wearing on them starts wearing on them they don't like it you don't see them. You don't and see I'm not them cut like either. that, though, anymore, DJ. At. You know what I mean? What, but why aren't they cutting guys like an Aaron Donald 
as much anymore like they used to back in the day. I, you know what? They've kind of gotten away from that whole thing, right? All, all of these guys, and, you know, and whenever I said I was taught that at, at uh, Indianapolis, that was by Howard Mudd, who is the creator of the zone blocking offense. So, you know, I, I, even, even when I left Milton um, you know, here with the zone blocking, I even went to an older generation guy that, uh, um, was that way. So I, I don't know, you know, that kind of these coaches kind of got away from, and, and, and you also got to be careful too, because if you miss that cut block on, on an Aaron Donald type of guy, oh. you know, now he, now he's, he's, he's an open space and it's about to get ugly. Real ugly. Unabated yeah. to the quarterback. Yeah. So, so you can't miss, right? No, I mean, that's the whole can't. thing. You can't miss. We, you know, I'm not, I, I'll leave cut blocking alone because I, I feel like when they took cut blocking away from the receiver's, tight ends, guys cutting down. That's why you don't see those long long runs all the time anymore. Because oh, nobody's yeah, getting absolutely. cut. Yeah, yeah. You can't stay on a block. I couldn't imagine staying on a block on a safety up high. He's just going to run away from me. It's a long time. You know what? We we had some of the, the – well, you, you had them on last week or you talked about, you know, with, with Corey Dixon, right? You know, mm-hmm. the stock blocks that our receivers used to do, you know, they had to hold those blocks for a long time. And, and they were really, really good at it. And uh, and they had a really good coach teaching them too. So, um, yeah, you're right, man. That's a long time to to make a block, and and really all you need, especially when you have a Lawrence Phillips, uh, an Amon Green, a Corel Buckhalter, a D'Angelo Evans, a, a Damon Benning, you just really need a, a quick little cut block just to even redirect the defensive lineman. Mm. So those running backs that I just named have have beautiful cutback lanes that they could hit if the onside's you know closing in. I just think about if they had taken a, taken a cut block away when I was at Nebraska, it would make me a less effective blocker than I was because I I would if I catch you slipping out there at safety, I would run you for about five yards if if you allowed me to, but believe me, the minute I feel you coming off, you are getting cut. Absolutely, I'm going to drive right through those, right through <laughs> the, the, the the lower thighs, knees. <laughs> That's where I'm going. And I'm going to drive hard, right? And, yeah. and, and it's perfect, right? And, and if you execute a beautiful cut block, right, especially in the open space and you throw it, you're usually rolling and you're back up going to the next guy. Right. Right? Yes. It, it's uh, Man, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. So, but but we, don't, we don't utilize that a whole heck of a lot. Man, Tater. Hey, next week. Yes. We, we need to talk about offseason. Right? Yeah. Offseason's huge in football, college football. It's huge for Nebraska. We talk about we need to talk about February's coming up, right? Tomorrow? Yes. And how big February is on building a program. Well, I'll call you sometime this week and we'll 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 come up with a we'll come up with the whole shebang. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Definitely things uh, to talk it's important about. that I don't think a lot of people that aren't inside of the program understand of, of really what, what they're trying to do in a February. All right, well, that's Pipeline Pancakes with Aaron Taylor. I'm the captain. Thanks, buddy. The ticket, 93.7. Tomorrow, Mike Booker, two-time national champ, first-round draft picks of the Atlanta Hawks. See ya. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.